0: Alright, you hear that music, you know what's coming next. Dave Spano, President and CEO of Annex Wealth Management. Hello.
1: Good morning, Dave Spano. Good morning. Markets are closed. What do you want to talk about? We can talk about the Packers. We can talk about well, well, the certainly. weather.
0: Were you, su- you, were you surprised and shocked by the performance of the Green Bay Packers in Dallas?
1: I was I was very happy that it turned out. I was very happy for Jordan Love and watched his development. And I was, I guess, I was a little happy to watch Skip Bayless throw his jerseys uh, in in the garbage last night. So. <laughs>
0: it's, yeah, I, it's got to be some, it's somewhat horrifying to be a Cowboys fan. So I don't I don't want to jump on the, on someone that's suffering, but it 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 is an amazing time. Just when we thought things were not looking good in the middle of the season, this team has turned it around and made it fun to be a Packers fan. Not that it's not always fun to be a Packers fan, but it it has been a great ride. And it's not over because we're we're going to San Francisco. Well, I'm not, but some people are are going.
1: I mean, that's something you would do. I would. I used to live in San Francisco. Did did you check the flights?
0: I have not because I have an event this weekend, so I I couldn't go anyway. But it's scheduled at the same time as the Packers game, ironically, which is somewhat interesting. Um, I thought this would be a good opportunity. I spent a lot of time looking at your stuff. We have done webinars I've been involved with the uh, annex for quite a while now and somebody asked me this question uh, a couple weeks ago about small investors people that are just starting to work full time they don't have a lot to donate or not to donate but to contribute to Invest. their uh, to their uh, investments and in their mm-hmm. portfolio and then I, I saw you guys on the newsletter I think was talking about the ignites program mm-hmm. yeah share that information yeah so there's this is there's amazing there's really-
1: yeah so we really have three deliverables I guess is is a good way to, to present it. So we have clients that come from us it, it come to us and a lot of them and as you've heard me say financial planning is for everybody. You don't have to live in a certain zip code or have a certain net worth to hire a wealth manager. So we have really built three teams. One of the teams that you're talking about is the Ignite team and that is really uh, clients with with not as much money as as, uh, some wealth management clients but they still need investment planning they still need a framework for a financial plan. The second that we have is which most people go in is annex comprehensive wealth and that's mostly what we talk about where we talk about state planning tax planning investment planning and financial planning and then we have annex private client with those with very complex needs and in lots of assets in tax planning that, that we do some things for so there are three deliverables but the one you're talking about is annex ignite so people come to us and they say i have you know less than five hundred thousand dollars but i would like help With my 401k, I'd like help with my planning. This is, these are the people that we serve in that environment.
0: Yeah. And, you know, time is your friend, especially if you're in your 20s and you're thinking about trying to save for your future, whatever that retirement's going to be, whatever that looks like. The world of Social Security, I think, will be vastly different. Any contribution, especially when your company matches, is just, just smart business sense.
1: Yeah, there's no question. And again, this is not just somebody who doesn't have money and is not going to have money. We have a lot of clients who we call Henrys, high earners, and they, they are they're an opportunity to uh, to move on to the next level. So they don't have a lot of assets right now, but you know they may be docs, they may be you know lawyers who are just getting started, they may be young professionals, and they go out and they start to to build out their portfolios. And so we have lots of clients out there that that are in that space, but higher earners but not 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 right yet so the, that's what we call those but they they start to develop into a process and that's what we start to do And the earlier as you pointed out the earlier that you get started the better you know a lot of people come come in Steve they you know their largest asset is their 401k their mm-hmm. qualified plan their IRA because you get to put that money in pre-tax and let it grow tax deferred and that is really really a, a powerful uh, tool
0: so as we look ahead to 2024 we've done a little bit of this obviously the tax Discussions are happening. People are starting to get their forms and all the stuff they have, they'll they need to fill out their their uh, tax statements this year. But there's a lot of things that are swirling around. We, we, the Fed's saying they may lower rates at some point, and we'll see if that happens. We obviously have the political world, world out there, and, and uh, that, that process starts in Iowa today. What else are you thinking about in 2024?
1: Well, the big story last year, as you'll recall, that nearly 85% of economists were forecasting a recession in 2023. You know, I pounded the table and said, until we see some really poor economic readings, I don't see that happen in 2023. And what I said is it hasn't been canceled, but it's been deferred. And so we didn't see the recession in 2023. Will we see it in 2024 or perhaps even 2025, the newest survey of New York uh, economists, start to say that the, the the recession has been deferred, thank you, Dave, until 2025? And so that's what we're starting to look at is, will we see some deteriorating uh, economic information throughout this year, 2024, and into 2025? Why is because, as you pointed out, the Fed is going to start lowering interest rates. And are they lowering them? because they've won the battle against inflation or are they lowering them because the economic news begins to even get worse than what it was
0: what would change that this at least that decision that they're talking about what would change that in your mind
1: well you mean for sure the economic news they always say they're data dependent so they look at all the information that comes into them and they start to say what should we do well right now they're suggesting that they're going to cut rates in 2024 three times. The market thinks it might be a little bit more. The market thinks that because they think perhaps economic news, number one, is not going to be as great as we go into 2024. But number two is the market. You talk about you know the, the market, the economy, is saying that the, tr- the Treasury rates are so far below of where the Fed is. So the Fed is at 525 to 550, 5.25 to 5.5. But the 10-year treasury, which is kind of their barometer, is far less than that. So generally they try to match that. Otherwise you have what's called negative interest rates. And so you look at that and say, are they going to match where the market is? Or is the interest rates going to, in the market going to go back up? So we do think you're going to, you're going to get some aggressive cuts by the Fed. I, in my opinion, at least three in 2024. But the question is, what will change that? A lot of things can change that. Most importantly, I think is the biggest, is the biggest wild card is what happens geopolitically. That certainly could have a dramatic effect on what the Federal Reserves does because they may have to accelerate that process. You look at what's happening in the Red Sea and the breakdown of those, of those shipping lines. That has an, an impact on everything, including inflation, because you go back to the supply chain conversation.
0: And oh by the way we have a presidential election in in the in the, uh, in the country yeah. this year.
1: Oh by the way, in Iowa today, right? Yes,
0: Iowa caucuses is happening today in very very bitter cold weather. We'll see what that does as far as the results will will know later tonight and tomorrow. Um just last thing for you as as we we you know kind of wrap up our conversation today. When we talk about politics, I know you had a slide in our last webinar that kind of talked about one administration versus the other, one party versus the other. What are your slides showing and just kind of walk through that for people.
1: Yeah, I don't have the slide up, but what it did say, Steve, is that there is. it's more important about policy than politics. And, and we can go back and, and prove that I have clients clearly that are are far right and they said, you know, when Obama gets elected everything's gonna go to hell in a handbasket. Then we have clients who are, are more liberal. They said when Trump gets elected the world's gonna explode. And obviously the economy continued to move on. So focus on policy, focus on the true economic nature of this of this great country that we have and the economic power that we have that is continuing to move on to get through 2023 without a recession is because of the of of the economy two-thirds of it is spending from the consumer the consumer continue to go out and spend for lots of reasons But they kept the economy going. Does that continue in 2024? Generally, in a presidential election year, that is a good thing because, you know, most both parties, both sides of the aisle think that their guy is going to win or their gal is going to win. And when that happens, they get they start to spend. They start to think things are going to get better. So we'll have to see what the election election looks like. But it could, it could dislodge lots of things. So, again, domestically, that could be an issue. Geopolitically, that could be an issue. But more importantly, when you start to think about all of these choices in front of you, when you choose a financial advisor, you know, you're bombarded by choices. So make sure that you know, the process is transparent, that you don't go to an advisor and then they try to sell you something that you didn't expect. Make sure that each step is explained and the reasoning behind it and that it's transparent.
0: A little bit of the wisdom of Dave Spano. You can get a lot more just by going to AnnexWealth.com, clicking the Get Started button. Good luck on the move this week. Yeah, we're doing that. Uh, we're
1: packing up today. We're moving our offices from Elm Grove to Brookfield. If you're driving down 994 <laughs> to the west, you can't miss it. It's, uh, it's on the right-hand side. Uh, beautiful building at 17950 Corporate Drive. So uh, we're excited to, to move to our new home, and we're going to do that this
0: week. I look forward to visiting you in your new studios. Dave Spano, have a great rest of your week. Do you you too you have a great show? All right, uh, Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management, and, and I've said this to people off the, from away from the show as well. If you want a great place to get started, if you have questions about y- your financial planning, your future, your retirement, what are you doing? And if you're kind of playing it by yourself and, and you know being a, a you know lone investor, some of the great wisdom of Annex—they can walk you through all the pieces of this stuff: retirement planning, saving, all the all the aspects, right? A strategy for the future, whether you're young or an older investor. All that stuff's right there at AnnexWealth.com. One of the great reasons why we talk to Dave every Monday.